Hello and welcome to the Is It Me or Is It Them podcast. I am so glad that you are listening today. I am your host, April Boyd, and I'm a psychotherapist and life coach. And today I'm digging into the question of where is that line between being assertive and being aggressive? How do we know when we're being rude or when we're being direct? because it can often feel really blurry when we're trying to speak up for ourselves or when we're trying to set a boundary or when we're maybe getting feedback from somebody else that is feeling a little bit confrontational. So in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you some questions that you can check in on to measure that and get a better sense of that for your own self and some ideas to think about that are going to help you navigate some of those hard conversations or tense interactions in a little bit more of an anchored, connected way. So if you are listening for the first time, I am so appreciative of you being here. And if this is you know, one of the many episodes that you've been listening to, thank you so much for being a part of this experience with me. This is the podcast where we talk about how to take responsibility for our own half of our relationships and how we show up in our lives but are possibly a bit tired of trying to clean up the mess on other people's side of the yard. This is for you if you want to be able to set better boundaries, but don't want to feel like you're bulldozing anyone. And if you want to be able to show up and speak up with more confidence, kindness, and courage in your lives, in your relationships, and in your moments of conversation, whether you're talking to the ones that you love we're dealing with the people who are driving you crazy. So today is, I'm talking about a topic that I've been wanting to dig into for a while. It's been really percolating for me. And, you know, one of the uh, stories that was coming up for me as I was thinking about this topic of where is this line between assertive and aggressive? And why is this such tricky territory to navigate? One of the memories that came back to me was I remember uh, working as a waitress back in the day and and I remember that you know my my coworkers and I would kind of playfully fight and over who would have to take certain tables the difficult tables the tables that would make you work really really hard and you know potentially cause you a lot of stress in the process and the tables that I remember fighting with my, uh, playfully fighting with my teammates about were the large tables of women that would come in. Now bear with me for a second as I explain why. For some reason, and I feel like I have a better understanding of this now, but we would all kind of often have this bit of a sense of bracing ourselves or this little bit of dread because inevitably in these groups of women, there would be at least one person at the table where it would feel like she was really throwing her weight around hard, where it would feel like she was kind of exploiting that customer service dynamic where you have to be nice to the customer, no matter how rude they are to you. And inevitably, right, it would just be like, instead of asking for something nicely, they'd ask for something like 
really aggressively, right? Or they would have complaints about everything. And it wouldn't just be like, hey, could you change this? It would be like, just so dialed up, right? Just so much aggression coming out at you that sometimes it would feel like, you know, it would this person was channeling their full week's worth of frustrations and all the pent up moments that they didn't express that week. And then would take it out on the poor waitress Friday night. Right. And so I remember talking to my dad about that phenomenon on like, I don't understand why it's like these groups of women, like it's, it's so challenging and confusing. And I remember my dad saying to me at the time, and I was in my twenties, my dad said something like, Yeah, it's kind of like they don't have assertiveness figured out yet. And that felt so true to me at that time. And it still feels so true to me now as I think back on it. And as myself, now having a lot more years experience of moving through the world, of trying to navigate both being on the receiving end of people not necessarily having that line between assertiveness or aggressive quite figured out and my own self of trying to navigate this minefield of how do we speak up for ourselves without it feeling like an attack or put down on somebody else and I had an experience recently that got me thinking about all of this again and where I had basically um, responded to somebody in a way that was quite firm and direct And as I was talking to my partner about that afterwards, it was really interesting because what he was able to say is that, you know, he would not have been as firm and direct as I was in that conversation. He would have handled it a bit differently. And as we were talking about this, you know, I said to him, you know, how often, you know, in your life, when you set a boundary or when you speak up or when you express what you need or what you want, do you get pushback? And really that doesn't happen for him. So he's a guy, he's a big guy, he has a lot of presence when he comes into a room. And as we move through this conversation, it was really interesting because he was not really able to relate to that experience of being challenged, of having pushback, of having boundary backlash. For him, his dominant experience moving through the world is that if he says, nope, that's enough, or no, here's the way I want it to be, people generally go, okay. And that was so interesting to talk about because for my own self as a woman, and on top of that, I'm a petite woman, (laughs) I feel like I have very much had a thousand and one experiences, a million experiences where it feels like we express what we want and people kind of disregard it, or they try to set a boundary and people push past it, or people don't fully take you seriously, potentially because of this gender difference that exists. And it was so interesting because he was not able to relate to, that was not his lived experience at all. And it got me thinking about how one of the reasons then of why women sometimes overshoot from assertiveness into aggressiveness is because we're potentially used to being really challenged. We're potentially used to the pushback. And so 
it's almost like our system feels like we can't just gently say, hey, that's enough. We have to like push harder than that. And then we end up looking grouchy, mean, aggressive, right? All those nasty things that they say about women when we speak up. And and I realized just how tricky that landscape really can be. And so the other thing that I was really thinking about through this is how the other thing that we're socialized to do that makes this territory quite tricky to navigate is I think a lot of times as women, we're socialized to be overly responsible for somebody else's half of our conversation. We're essentially socialized to be in these loving, caretaking roles. And so it's actually impossible to set a boundary and take care of how somebody else feels about it at the exact same time. These are actually two completely different places to be standing in. I can't speak up for my own self. I can't express what I actually want or what I actually need and have my mind focused on how this other person might react to that. They actually don't coincide. We're either in one of those zones where we're caretaking for the other person, and maybe that means that we're being quiet about it. Maybe that means that we're kind of minimizing our needs or not really expressing it very clearly. Or we're in a place where we risk speaking up, sharing what's going on with us, talking about maybe the elephant that's happening in the room or talking about what's not going right. (laughs) And we risk that that opens conflict. We risk that that makes the other person feel bad. And, And I think for a lot of us, that becomes such a barrier to speaking up and to set boundaries and to express ourselves. We don't want to make somebody else feel bad. And because we don't want to make somebody else feel bad, we then often fall into this position of making ourselves feel bad. And that's very different than I think, particularly how a lot of men have been socialized to do this, which is just, it's not personal. Here's what I need. Here's what I want. This is not an attack on you. It's not personal. But oftentimes... I think as women, it feels very personal. We're very aware of that potential impact on somebody else. And so it makes it really hard to just stay anchored in this place of our own empowerment and our own kind honesty when we're potentially overly concerned about how that's going to land on somebody else. So it's almost like we sacrifice ourselves to not rock the boat, to not risk injury, to not risk it being taken the wrong way. So here's some some questions and some ideas for you to consider as you put this into action. So the first is, this is a learning curve. And I believe that it's better to set boundaries badly or to speak up and it goes sideways rather than not risk doing it at all. I think we have to make room for the fact that this is all 
learning and growing and evolution. And that means there's times when you're going to walk away from a conversation or from an email or whatever that is and be like, ah, I think I overshot there. I didn't have to be quite so firm. And maybe there's going to be moments when you gave in and walk away and it's like, ah, I should have spoke up more. I should have, I should have expressed myself in it more. So just know that all of that, all of those moments are inevitable, unavoidable pieces of trying to do all of this better and trying to get good at this. There's going to be moments of feeling like you're absolutely terrible at it. So again, I believe it is so much better to risk doing it badly than not do it at all. And I think we have to remember that there's like 99% of the time, there's always that opportunity to circle back and say, hey, you know, I I realized my tone was probably a little sharper than I meant it to be. Or, hey, like, I just want to check in with you. Like, I hope that didn't hurt your feelings, right? Like we always have that second opportunity to go back and do a little bit of repair or a little bit of reassurance if we need it. It's totally fine. The next thing I would say is that we need to be really responsible in making sure that we are not discharging our emotion onto somebody else. So I think we have to, if we're in a situation and we have a bit of an emotional charge to it, I think we have to be careful that we're processing that emotional charge, kind of neutralizing it a bit in our own space. So maybe that's going for a run. Maybe that's journaling. Maybe that's talking that out, whatever that is. And we don't just dump it onto the person that might be involved, right? We can't just kind of hot potato over this ball of charged emotion or anger or pain or frustration, right? And be like, here, now it's your problem. I've just got to get rid of that out of my system by throwing it onto your shoulders, And I think that's what a lot of us do without really realizing that that's happening. And especially as I see some women navigating this territory between assertiveness and aggressiveness, it's like I see, and I'm thinking of of an example right now, but I, I see sometimes we're not really being, we're not taking responsibility for the part where we are overstepping onto somebody else right? And notice how that's a little bit different than being like, oh my goodness, I shouldn't have said what my preference or need was because like, I don't want to, you know, put somebody out. It's very different to say, I give myself free license to say or do whatever I want to in the name of being honest and direct. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like we need to be careful with that because I see a lot of people misusing the idea of saying, I'm just being honest and direct where what you're really doing is just throwing your own weight around and throwing your emotions around in a way that's actually quite irresponsible. So the question I always love to ask is what is my goal here? Right? What is it I'm actually trying to create? And I think this helps us to calibrate how much intensity or firmness we need to have when we're expressing ourselves. When we can really just check in of ultimately, what is my goal? What am I trying to 
see happen here? What would I like to see happen? I think that question can allow us to get a little bit more clear on just how how you need to move through that. And this kind of ties into this idea that, you know, while it's totally understandable and inevitable that we're going to have an emotional reaction to something, this is often how our own system's warning signals work, right? Our lines that something is okay for us or not okay for us, or our signals that our boundaries are being crossed is revealed to us through that surge of emotion, right? That's often how we get that information that something's not quite okay is we feel that surge of anger or we feel that surge of frustration or we feel that surge of hurt. So use that information, right? But don't just discharge it, get it out of your system by just throwing it at somebody else. And the next thing that always helps to kind of reorientate me in those moments when I'm second guessing myself or I'm not quite sure how I want to handle a situation for me is this question of how would the best, kindest, coolest, wisest version of me be responding to this? So when you think of the situation that you have, maybe it's a situation that has already happened where that conversation or moment has already passed or a conversation that you've almost kind of been preparing for or thinking about in your head, how would the best, kindest, coolest, wisest version of you be handling that situation? And this is actually why in the Reset Your Mindset program, we start off with this question and, and we kind of do a whole process of really diving into this and really getting very clear and anchored in that energy of that version of us. Because when we are anchored into this place, our next right step is so much clearer. And it's not just more clear, it is so much more calm. It is so much more a place of power that is combined with kindness. I can speak up for myself without having to step on somebody else, right? I can stand up for myself without having to put somebody else down. So I would love to hear what stood out for you the most today. I would love to hear if there's a topic that you would like to hear about in a future episode of this podcast. And if you're curious about the Reset Your Mindset program that's going to be happening in the fall, that is coming up soon. And I'm so excited. This is actually going to be our fourth round of the program. How amazing is that? So I have been so grateful for all the women who have been participating in that program, loving that program, really supporting each other through that program. And if you're wondering about the details of that, uh, let me know. I'm going to put a link in the profile where you can get on the wait list to find out more. All right. Love you guys. Take care of yourself. I will see you next time.